Before we start today's episode, there's something important for agencies seeking a reliable way to attract new business, especially during busy periods. I want to introduce you to Leaflow Sprint. It's an eight-week program that simplifies your marketing and consistently attracts the attention of potential clients without requiring a massive marketing budget or external sales teams. With my 17 years of experience in aiding agencies to gain visibility in new clients, this program offers a practical and effective approach to lead generation. Forget about unpredictable leads and embrace a method that works across different agency sizes. And if you're keen to learn more, you need to visit caffeine.club slash LFS. That's K-A-F-F-E-N dot C-L-U-B forward slash L for Lima, F for Foxtrot, S for Sierra. Now let's get into today's episode. When asked what do you want to improve and is worth the time to do so, many respondents answered call calling or emailing. Many agencies know that this is the key to forging new connections, but feel like they need to overcome a fear to get started. Again, this is another area that I believe is overthought by design bods. If you're not naturally a salesperson, it can feel like an impossible task at the outset. I might add needlessly because I've seen many succeed and can't quite believe how effective it is once they have a method in place. You're listening to Caffeine Espresso, a shiny new podcast series that delves into the way we grow our design businesses. I'm Charlotte Ellis Maldari, a new business and marketing consultant, and every other week I'll be interviewing a guest, taking your questions or delving deeper onto a topic that clients struggle with generally trying to make growing your agency feel more achievable and less like a job that keeps getting pushed off the to-do list. It's an excuse for me to pick the brains of some of the people I most admire and address topics that pique my interest, like how not to feel yucky in the sales role, what do clients really want from their new agency, and how not to spend half your studio resources each month on new business. This is a podcast that combines the little things and the big things, because as you know, managing an agency is made up of both. Today, I'll be running through the second half of the results from the Caffeine Annual Survey. Back in February and March this year, I spoke to agencies up, down, and in some cases out of the country, asking them the same nine questions about how they handle marketing and new business in their agency. This survey is, in part at least, a selfish endeavour. It helps me to get a clearer picture of what the common challenges are amongst agencies beyond my coaching clients and to shape what products to build next. You can check out what already exists at caffeine.club. I found the majority of agency owners I approached preferred to discuss their answers rather than complete an online form, which means the results were much more in-depth and juicy than I expected. For their part, most agency owners were relieved to have talked through the challenges and wins, It seems even in a competitive agency world, a problem shared is a problem halved. The survey remains open and you can find a link in the show notes if you'd like the opportunity to vent your own marketing wins and woes. But before I dig into the results, here's a little background on the survey. So the survey had a total of 43 respondents. 5% were design agencies of over 100 people. 20 were 20 to 100 people and 75 were design agencies of less than 20 people. And to be honest with you, most of those were under 11 people. All of the agencies I spoke to had a mostly FMCG clientele. 
I followed set questions in a Google survey, but as mentioned, I conducted most of the interviews by phone call, with me scribbling up notes to the answers while we talked, which allowed for a deeper discussion on interesting points. And because conversations were free-flowing, the output is a veritable forest of information. And because of that, I've split the content into two episodes. You're now listening to the second half, and you can find the first on Spotify. Just search for Caffeine Espresso. It's worth saying that the phone calls took place pre-COVID and the answers might be a little different now. However, the recent consultations I've been having with design businesses of two to ten people indicate that the break in pace has allowed them to focus more heavily on their marketing and new business activities. Most express relief about this. And because of the FMCG nature of the majority of their clients, most didn't seem too fearful of what was to come. So let's get stuck in. Question four was, what area would you focus on first if you had the time and money to do so? 33% said finding and talking to new business prospects. 33% wanted to address speaking at events and generally creating a culture of thought leadership. 16.7% felt a priority was moving existing connections from the digital world to the physical world. And the remaining 16.7% would focus on their website and online presence first. Question five was, when you think about marketing, what's currently working for you? I imagine this is where most of your ears are going to prick up. These results are not weighted, so they're an extensive list of what is working for agencies. Number one was referrals. It was really great to hear that agencies are encouraging existing clients to talk about them, either anecdotally or with a formalised referral campaign. Number two was speaking and generally being visibly proud about their work and not talking about other people's work. Many of those agencies I spoke to couldn't get over the fear of talking about themselves, but the ones who have see a massive benefit, with many of their new project wins referring to the recently pressed project when hiring the agency. Number three was focusing on being creative thinkers and not designers. This is an interesting point and a hard one to communicate to the prospect. But if you can come to be considered as a creative problem solving partner rather than a design execution house, the shift will reap more fun projects and higher revenue in return. Number four was focus on nurturing clients who will take risks. In a similar vein to the previous point, being able to weed out those prospects who don't see your full value that your agency brings is crucial to your growth. Number five was going to trade shows. Even though clients aren't looking to hire agencies at trade shows, many agencies commented it's a great way to make connections in person, identify um, trends across an industry and generally see the world that they operate in, which is more difficult when you're stuck in the studio. As a side note, I have some valuable tips on this if you can't make it to events in person in my upcoming events toolkit. Make sure you subscribe to get more info. Being in a co-working space was number six. Who knows what will happen to the world of co-working post-COVID? But at least before lockdown, agencies saw projects coming in from other companies with desk space in the building. One company I spoke to said they move... We work locations every six months to make the most of the revenue that the community spirit can bring. 
Number seven was speaking at events. This was referenced as hard work to crack into, but valuable once you're in the door. I beg to differ, and I think that speaking at events is actually one of the easiest, cheapest and most effective marketing levers an agency has. Again, you're going to want to get my upcoming events toolkit if that sounds of interest to your agency. Number eight was pro bono work that leads to interesting paying work. Although I wouldn't recommend working for free to generate paying clients, I do think there is value in reducing your rate to win a client in a specific niche that allows you to win further new business of a higher value. And number nine was cold calling. One particular agency dedicates one whole day per week to it agency-wide, meaning that everybody gets involved. It has a 25% meeting rate as it's super targeted and has the advantage of helping everybody in the agency to understand the value of new business to the business. 10. Finally, the website and social media. Personally, I think that the website is a never-ending project that's easy to get caught up in. You should always aim for completion and not perfection. But equally, think hard about where your prospects spend their time before choosing your social media channels. I've seen too many agencies spend too much time on Instagram when the reality is that the decision makers who hire them aren't hanging out there. Question six was, what do you want to improve and is worth the time to do so? The number one response was learning about how to cut out time wasters quickly and effectively, eliciting budget expectations early. I think this is an issue for so many people because they dedicate so much time to making the phone ring. It's hard to dismiss opportunity when it comes knocking, albeit with too little money. Number two was improve the consistency of marketing and new business activities. It'll be unsurprising to most of you that many agencies felt like they did marketing and new business in fits and starts, and they felt somewhat shameful and guilty about it and wanted to create more of a consistent output across the year. Number three was getting clients sign off on press releases in a timely fashion. This was a challenge for a few agencies, and understandably so. It's crucial to gaining press coverage because you'll struggle to get column inches if a project is already launched when you're ready to talk about it. Number four was cold calling an email. Many know that this is a key to forging new connections, but feel like they need to overcome fear to get started. Again, this is another area that I believe is overthought by design bots. If you're not naturally a salesperson, it can feel like an impossible task at the outset. I might add needlessly because I've seen many succeed. LinkedIn was number five. And personally, I think they're getting comfortable with how to create a high value cold approach and using LinkedIn to conduct it is one of the easiest wins for most design agencies looking to win new clients at the moment. Number six was website and content. Keeping things fresh and relevant was mentioned a lot and also keeping con copy consistent, c concise and punchy. This is crucial because so many... Number six was website and content and the importance of keeping things fresh and relevant, which was mentioned a lot. I would also add here that keeping copy concise and punchy is really important. Somebody should immediately understand what you offer and what you do when they hit your homepage. Don't keep them searching. Number seven 
was ensuring that there is consistent cash flow for allowing marketing to happen. And number eight was entering awards, especially those that prove return on investment or those with in a prospect's vertical, i.e. a spirits award if you want to win more spirits clients. Finally, number nine was being clear about who we're creating content for, which comes back round to new business targeting being at the centre of all marketing activity. Number seven was what's stopping you from doing new business and marketing? And this was a multiple choice question. 100% of the people, as in literally all the respondents, said time, which I think any business owner will sympathise with. 66% don't know where to start because there isn't a plan in place or a clear instruction on how to go about marketing a new business. 33% don't have enough money to focus on this. And 16, just over 16% haven't needed to focus on marketing a new business. And obviously they're the fortunate ones. And the other remaining 16.7% admitted that they lack the motivation to do the house jobs. Hello, yes, it's me again. I'm sponsoring my own podcast because, well, I can. And I'm going to take a good guess that you're tuning in because you want to grow your design agency to the next level. So I just wanted to let you know about the caffeine free five day mini course. In this fantastic and, did I mention it, free training, you'll get an email a day for five days jam packed full of simple strategies that'll give you the courage and confidence to grow your design business. Just go to caffeine.club, that's K-A-F-F-E-N.club and hit get started to get access. Thanks for listening. Question eight was, if you could manage your marketing internally or externally, which would you choose and why? I found the responses to this question quite interesting. 55% prefer to manage marketing internally, citing more control, longevity of activities, ownability of the content, speed of execution and getting the tone of voice right. But 45% prefer to manage marketing externally, citing better connections of external support and there being faster execution due to their experience and the greater expertise, again, due to years of niche experience. Question nine was, what is your annual budget for marketing and new business generation? but not including entertaining. Given that the majority of the agencies I spoke to were in need of new business, I was surprised that 50% cited a budget of up to £500 to spend on marketing annually. 33% hold £5,000 to £10,000 budget to spend on marketing and 16.7% have £50,000 to £100,000 to spend. Clearly, based on these budgets, there's a need for lower cost and high quality marketing information. And especially given that 55% of agencies said they'd rather manage their marketing internally. Those that hold just a budget of £500 might want to check out Caffeine's toolkits, which offer an extensive amount of specialist information about really niche areas. After all, it's much easier to learn from somebody who's been there already. So here's where we're going to call it quits for today. You've been listening to Caffeine Espresso with me, Charlotte Ellis-Maldari. 
Join me again in a couple of weeks for more actionable tips on how to make growing your agency feel more achievable and less like a job that keeps getting pushed off the to-do list. If you like what you heard, please do subscribe on Spotify so you can enjoy more episodes out every other Monday. And if you can't wait till then, head to caffeine.club where you can find a growing wealth of free resources and advice to help you grow your design business. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen in. And until next time, keep at it. Because if there's one thing I know for sure, is that the world needs more creative problem solvers like you. Just before we wrap up, I want to touch on a crucial opportunity for your agency's growth. As a creative agency, your primary focus should be on delivering exceptional work, not getting bogged down in sales and marketing. And that's where Leadflow Sprint comes in. It's an eight-week program designed to streamline your lead generation process, bringing in a steady flow of potential clients to you. No more struggling with the ups and downs of trying to gain the attention of new business. Our program includes hands-on support, including direct input on your copywriting, ensuring a bespoke approach to your lead generation needs. No more feeling stuck in the feast or famine cycle. Our real-time support, including direct feedback on tasks like copywriting, helps you to bid farewell to inconsistently and embrace a lead generation system that's tailored to your unique needs. Visit caffeine.club slash LFS. That's K-A-F-F-E-N dot C-L-U-B forward slash L for Lima, F for Foxtrot, S for Sierra.